Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thank you so much for listening, and I hope your day is filled with the glory of Almighty God because He wants to touch your life in powerful and real ways. Our Heavenly Father, bless your people. Lord, be with those that are struggling. Be with those that need your help right now and your touch. God, open our hearts and our minds to what you have for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, a few weeks ago at church, I shared a message called The Bond of Peace. You know, so many mothers, and this was on Mother's Day, so many mothers and even fathers have struggled with really having peace in their lives. But of course, I'm going to refer a little more to mothers today as I'm looking back at that day. So many mothers take it upon their shoulders to keep their family running. I know my mother was that way. She watched over us. She was a housewife her whole life, and she had food ready when we got home and got us up in the morning and took care of all of us. She worked very hard all the time. I'm so proud of my mother, and yet she was very faithful in the house of God, and everything uh, she did uh, was to glorify God. She was an amazing woman. You know what? Sometimes trying to stay up with the house housework, and even nowadays, so many women work outside outside jobs. I, it's just amazing. That's why I'm glad we have a day we can honor them. We have a day school at the church, and I watch the parents drop their kids off to class, and usually it's about 90% that are mothers that drop the kids off. There is a, hand, a spattering of fathers. For centuries, mothers have carried great responsibility, not only to take care of their kids, but take, <laughs> to take care of their big kid, their husband. Uh, you know, honey, could you do this? Could you do that? Could you press my shirt? I got to go. And I know wives are probably saying, I wish my husband learned how to iron, you know, and uh but our good wives and mothers, they're just so amazing. I want to share today, though, out of the most famous of Psalms. And it's the 23rd Psalm. It's my favorite. I learned it when I was eight years old, and I've shared it at many funerals, many different situations. And I'm going to share it for you today. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside the still water. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of thine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know, I know many times mothers do not feel appreciated by their kids or their husbands, and we all have to work at that. In my small group a few weeks ago, we watched a video of a Christian comedian, and he was telling the story of a father and a mother who stopped at a Taco Bell before picking their son up from school to spoil him with the taco. He got in the car, and she was excited to tell him that she had a taco for him. As she was about ready to hand it to him, He screamed, I wanted nachos, I don't want a taco, yuck, no taco. The very sensitive mother took the taco, crunched it up, and threw it in the back seat and said, here's your nachos. Well, I know your mothers and people get frustrated at times. I know my mother certainly got frustrated with me at times, and I remember those things, and I would kind of laugh later, and I thought about my mom and how she'd react. But David in the psalm talks about the transcending peace of God. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. 
in King James, in NIV, and in the NIV Bible, it says, I lack nothing. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. David gets across the point when God is our shepherd. He takes care of our needs. We don't need because he provides. In the next line that I want to share today, he he talks about the restoration of our souls. He makes us lie down in green pastures, and he leads me beside quiet waters. That's Psalm 23, 2 says. First, David says, he makes me. He is telling David, to be restored, you must take time to get away from the rat race of the world. Have you ever just took a minute to think about your life and how so many times it's in a frenzy? We get going someplace and trying to take care of everything for everybody. Now, this made me. This message made me think of everybody. This mess made me think about life over the many years and how I really wanted to be everything to everybody and to meet everyone's needs. And when you get in a role as a pastor and as a, and our staff recognize this, we talk about it too, that everybody wants you and needs you. But I've had to come to the realization that I cannot be everything to everybody and certainly not able to meet everybody's needs. So many people in ministry burn out because they carry the burden of their flock on their shoulders. That is one reason why the body of Christ, the church, needs each other to help each other, just like the early church and like the book of Acts. That is why God is why David said uh, that he makes me lie down. To David, he said he makes me lie down in green pastures. Picture the pasture. When I preach this sermon at church, I showed a picture of a beautiful green pasture with a sheep grazing on it peacefully. And I said, just take a look at that. Just take a look at the peace that brings to sit along the side and enjoy the beauty that God has created. Then he said, he leads me beside quiet waters and he refreshes or he restores our soul. I showed a picture of Lake Louise, incredible picture. My wife and I was there years ago when Denise and I lost our son in an accident 26 years ago, we had a wonderful couple in our church in Vancouver, Washington, send us on a trip to Lake Louise, Canada, and it was so incredibly beautiful. You know, we stayed in this wonderful motel, and it was so relaxing. It was so peaceful, and it restored our souls. We were able to reflect on our lives and just be together in the beauty of that God had laid out And plus, it was very spiritually uplifting, the conference that we went to. We needed that spiritual replenishment after losing our son, after just recovering from the tragedy. And we certainly were grateful because we're about to face another moment in testing. As we hadn't let it out at the time, but we have a couple months after my son's death, we had become pregnant again. Uh, And this time, we didn't let people know because we didn't want people to gush over us because of the death of my son. But on our way home from Lake Louise, over the Canadian mountains, my wife was having a miscarriage. That was pretty tough on us, as we traveled that time alone for several hours because she wanted to get to uh, Sandpoint. She didn't want to have a miscarriage in, uh, in Canada. As we traveled alone there and we got, got to the uh, town, went to the hospital and had the miscarriage, there was only a few family members and a couple of my friends that even knew we were pregnant because we didn't want people to feel sorry for us. But again, we relied on God to restore our souls and to help us through this trial. And we didn't know the whirlwind of what was going to come. The doctor said that we should not get pregnant for three more months, and we had always planned on having a second child this time anyway, so we wanted to follow through with it. 
Well, we did get pregnant again in three months, and this is when my little daughter Kaylee was born. And she was six and a half weeks early, three pounds, but God, in his mercy, walked us through it and brought peace back to us. It was so hard. My wife and I went to the hospital early, and the doctor said, you, she cannot have stress because she has preeclampsia. And the day they took my daughter, the, do, the doctor took me aside, said, Tom, we need to take your daughter. If we don't, your wife may die. And I said, please take my daughter. And so they took my daughter, and she came out three pounds, 15 inches long, you know. But And they told us that her lungs would be collapsed, and it would take a few days to get her going again. Guess what? Her lungs were not collapsed. She was fine, and we took her home, I don't know, a week later at four pounds, two ounces. Oh, she grew slow. She was nine, nine six at nine months and 15, three at one year. And even today, she's four foot 11, and uh, she's never, she's 24. But you know what? God in his mercy, his plans were bigger than our plans because we were restored in that conference on Lake Louise. And not only that, we followed Billy Graham and he was just leaving in the car when we got to Lake Louise. In fact, if you've never been to Lake Louise, oh my goodness, and especially in November, it is unbelievable. It snowed the whole time. We went to the golf course in Banff, and there was probably 300 elk on the golf course. It was an amazing, amazing time. And we needed that. God knew it was ahead. The comfort that Jesus gives is unmatched and available to every man and woman that listen. We are only one story. There are so many people in this church with stories that are so tough. We have to at least two families in this church that have members of their families murdered. We all have a story. In fact, as I'm coming to the radio station today, and this will be pre-recorded several weeks before you hear it, I heard that some uh, man was killed, 82-year-old man was killed on victory in head-on collision. And I thought to myself, man, I hope there's nobody in my church. Well, guess what? It was a man, Joe, Laura, in our church that, that passed away. Very sad. Joe was a part of that prayer team I talk about on Thursday mornings for some time. He was there praying. He had lost his wife a few years ago, and it was so hard on him. And now he's rejoicing with her. But the family is still dealing with this. But what a tragedy. We don't know the day or the hour, but we know God is still on the throne. We know God cares for us. You know, Isaiah chapter 51, verse 3 says, The Lord will surely comfort Zion, and he will look with compassion on all her ruins. He will make her dreams like Eden, her wastelands like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in her, thanksgiving and the sound of singing. God is a God of compassion. He cares for people. He is in the restoration business. When you are down and when you're down and out, get on your knees and call upon him to lead you. And folks, he will. I'm witness of that today. He will lead you. He will help you. As Churchill said, never, never, ever give up. And Churchill was a phenomenal leader for Britain. And you know what? He was blessed because they did not give up. and They stayed the course. We as Christians, we've got to stay the course. Too many people are throwing in the towel because life is heavy. I got news for you. Life will be heavy. Life will be heavy. Mothers get overwhelmed with burdens of their lives, and, and, and men when we, and children must step up and help our ladies to be the best they can be and bring comfort to their lives and, and to take care of them to make sure they're not too overworked. But we need the comfort of Jesus Christ in our lives. And I'm going to kind of leave with that today as time's running out. But thanks for listening. 
I hope you listen tomorrow. May God richly bless your life. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.